Yeah, we're going to start from Ches Amid, Zayin Amid Beis, about six lines from the bottom. So we mentioned something last night, which we're going to get into today. So Amr Yechanan, you mentioned last night, we're talking about all the opinions that concur on the fact that a sukkah needs to be a dires keva. So one of the opinions that we had in that list that a sukkah cannot be a dirus aroi was that a sukkah can't be round. So we don't pass in the way. If you want, you can make your sukkah round. The only issue is, if you make a round sukkah, what size do you make it? Meaning we know for a regular sukkah, we have two sheetas, either seven by seven or four by four, four amis by four amis. But what size do you make a round sukkah? So says the Gemara, Amr B'yeichanan says, Rabbi Yechanan, Sukkah, If you make a sukkah round like a furnace, this is how you figure out the size. If there is in its circumference, meaning to, to go around it, to go around it, enough to seat 24 people, then it's Kshera, so Rabbi Yechanan just said a size that a round sukkah has to be 24 people. Says the Gemara, well, one second. Which sheet is that? We know there's two sizes that sukkahs come in. The sheet of seven by seven or the sheet of by four amas by four amas. Which size is a circle that seats 24 people? Which size sukkah is that? Says the Gemara, Keman Kerebi. That is Rebbe Shita the Amar, Kol Sukkah Shein Ba'arbamis Al-Arbamis. Any Sukkah that doesn't have four square Amis is Psul. So now we have an, equ- an equation to work with, and we're going to try to do the math on this equation. What we just said was a Sukkah round that fits 24 people equals a square of four square Amis. So that's what we're going to hear. That's what we're going to try to work out tonight. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Mirdi. Let us try to analyze this. Gavra Yosef. A person sits in an amma, which means if you measure the width of a person, the how big his back is, or how big his you know body takes up, you will get one amma. Gavra Yosef. A person sits in an amma. And we know, anything that its circumference is three, then the width, which we call diameter, is a tafach, which is pi. There's a three to one ratio of circumference to diameter. Around this three, inside is one. So says the Gemara, and this is step two on our papers, that each person's an ama, so, his, so if you... If each person is an ama and you divide three by one, or three to one ratio, so the square of a twenty-four person circle is going to be eight. So the Gemara says, anything that has in its circumference three, so betrays our side. So if you need a square of four amis, which is four people. So the line across the circle, four, will give you a ratio of 12. So your circle should only have to be 12 people around it to accommodate a four-ama line. If the shear is a four-ama line, so then a four-ama line should be accommodated by a 12-person circle. Where do you come up with this number, 24-person circle? Says the Gemara, which is step three, <laughs> We don't just have to get a line inside the circle. We have to get a square inside the circle. Hanimili bigula. That's just the circle. To make a square, we need more. So we say, okay, fine. How much bigger is a square than a circle? Says the Gemara, How much is a square bigger than a circle? So this is step four. If you take any circle and draw a square around it the tightest possible way, which means every line of your square is going to hit a part of the circle. You draw the tightest square around a circle, 
It's a quarter bigger than the circle. Says the Gemara. Revia. So it's a quarter bigger. Okay, fine. So if the math makes the line in the circle a 12-person circle, because 4 times 3 is 12, and it's a square, so you want to increase it, so increase the 12-person circle by a factor of a quarter. So a quarter of 12 added in is 16. Because in Gemara, whenever we add in, we always add in in the final number. So, like, you know, you're going to tell me, what are you talking about? A quarter, of, a quarter of 12 is 3. No, a quarter of 12, after you add it in, it will equal 16. That's how Gemara calls a quarter. It's called a quarter milabar. Um, you know, it's like there's a difference between, like, how you measure percentages, like, of the end product, you know, markup or a, per- or a percentage. So the Gemara says, when it adds in a quarter, it's 16. So the Gemara says, okay, so I only need a 16-person circle. Where do you get 24? So the Gemara says, no. You just figured out, it was a cycle, it should be enough with 16. So the Gemara says, no. That, which is step five, is you just told me how to fit a circle in a square. We're doing something different. We're trying to fit a sukkah in the circle. We're trying to fit a four-person sukkah in the circle. So now... It's not just a quarter bigger. So you already got to 16, which means a line across would be a 12-person circle. A square, it jumps it up to 16. But that's on the square on the outside of the circle. But a square that it's inside a circle, needs more. Because of the protrusion of the corners. The corners protrude and take up more space. Says the Gemara. Okay, one second. Let's figure this out. So now we have the square inside the circle. So this is step six on our paper. So if you want to know, problem is the square, no one line of the square goes through the widest part of the circle. So you can't really tell from any top, bottom side of the square how big the circle is. But if you draw a diagonal line, through the square, that will go at the widest point of a circle. That will go through the whole circle. So that will be my diameter. And then from the diameter, I'll just multiply that by three and figure out the circumference. Now, how am I going to get how big that line is? Very simple. That line is a hypotenuse of a right triangle. A hypotenuse of a right triangle, the big slanty line in a right angle triangle, is always 1.4 times each leg, each side of the triangle. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, every ama in a square, on the sides of a square, is amsa v'treichumshas, one and two-fifths in English, 1.4, on the diagonal. Okay, so that gives me 5.6 because which is the sides of the square times 1.4 is 5.6 5.6 is now the diameter of the circle the diameter times pi which in Gemara is 3 to the circumference is 5.6 times 3 is 16.8 and 16.8 is how big the circle has to be says the Gemara so still where do you get 24 it just needs to be 16.8 Says more Bishivsar, 17, Nechei Chumshi, minus a fifth. That's 16.8. Sagi, it's enough. Why did you say 24? 16.8 is enough. Says more, oh, who's counting? Who are you being so particular over here? Says more, Loiduk. He was uh, not so particular. He said 24. The math comes out to 16.8. It's close enough. So, no, no, no. Amr Damrin and Loiduk. When do we say somebody is inexact? Is Portas when it's a little off, you know. You you don't want to. I don't want to say uh, the bill was twenty dollars and eighty three cents. I say it was twenty one dollars. You, you round a little bit. I say twenty dollars. You round a little bit. Says Martuva, you just jumped from sixteen point eight to twenty four. Tuva, me, I'm reading like duck. Do we say like duck on such a large shear? So now says the Gemara on Ahmed base. Well, that was step eight. That's too much for like duck. I don't mean on base, I mean side two of the page. Says the Gemara, Omale Mark Shisha Brid of Chizler Vashi. Change original assumption. Misavris Gavraba Amsi Yosef. Do you think a person takes a full Amma that wide? 
Talosa Gavri, three people, Betarti Amsi Yasivi, can sit in two Amas. So that means I wrote it wrong on the page. Step nine, I wrote on the page, each person is three quarters of an Amma. That's wrong. Each person is really two thirds of an Amma, it should say. So each person is two thirds of an Amma. So now, this is very good. Each person is two thirds of an Amma. So two thirds of 24, I said you need 24 people. So two thirds of 24 people is 16 Amas. And that's beautiful with the math. The math came out to be 16.8. And really, it's 16 Amas. So Mamash is beautiful. That's close. Says the Gemara. Therefore, Kama Havlu, Shitzer, 16. And Anan, Shitzer, Nechechom, should be in the Gemara one second. It's not good again. We came out, if you got that right triangle with that diameter, it was 5.6, 16.8. is in 16. So it says, well, that's close enough. That's Lyduck. When it said you need 24 people, which means 16 Amis, he really meant 16.8. Says, well, listen, I'm all for rounding, but I'm not for cheating. And if you really need 16.8 Amis, you can't just round down for convenience and say 16 Amis. 24 people times two-thirds is 16 Amis. You can't just say 16 Amis when you really need 16.8. I'm all for simplicity, but not cheating. Says the Gemara, Amr Damrin and Laidak, when do we say round it? Lachumra. Just round Lachumra. So if it will be 16.8, say 17. Lakula, Mri Amrin and Laidak? So says the Gemara, back to now our uh, answer, step 11, the final answer. Amalei Rab Asi, Lurab Ashi, Lailam, really, I'll tell you, Gavra Bamasiyas. Back to the original thing, each person. Takes an am and barak shamam now back to normal size. Says the Gemara, each person takes up an am. And you have 24 people around. How do you get, how do you get to 24 people? How do you get to 16.8? Says the Gemara, you could count 24 people, the circle behind them, like we have this outside circle, which is behind each of the people. Or you could count the circle in front of them. So if you count behind them, you're right. You have 24 people as eight Amis. If you minus him and minus him, so you minus each guy at the opposite ends of the circle, you're down to a circle of six Amis. Six times three is 18, which is very close to 16.8. Meaning we know the math to fit a four Amis square is 16.8. You said 24 people, the inside circle being eight, being six Amis, which is an 18 Amma circumference. 18 Amis is close enough to 16.8. Says the Gemara, L'aylam gavr b'amas Yosef. Rabbi Yechanan makam gavri le'kachashiv. He didn't count the space of the people, which means he didn't draw the circle around their backs. He drew the circle around their fronts. Kamahavlu, how much is it? Tam nisrei. It's 18, which is 6 times 3. And the Gemara says, Why do you say 18? We came up with the number 16.8. The Gemara says, Yeah, that's rounding up. And it's rounding up. That is one way to figure out this equation, which means the original equation was you need a circle of 24 to come a sukkah of four square amas. And that's how he explained it. The Gemara tries one more equation to explain it. Says the Gemara, Rabbonon de Kisri, Vamela Dayoni de Kisri, the Rabbonon de Kisri, the Dayoni de Kisri, say like this. Amri Igula de Nafik Migav Ribua River. Like we said before, a circle around, a, a square around a circle is one quarter bigger. Ribua de Nafik Migav Igula. A square in a circle, a square that goes out within a circle. A square in a circle, palga. The circle is 50% bigger, says the Gemara, which means now, now it makes sense. Because like this, what is, what is the area of a four-ama circle, of a four-ama square? 16. What's 50% bigger than... 16, 24. So in other words, if you go with that number, that a circle around the square is 50% bigger. Is that, is that just making that up? Yeah, that it's 50% bigger? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see you in a sec. Says the Gemara, which would explain everything. 
yes, you need a 24 amma circle because 24 ammas is, is 50% bigger than a 16 amma square. And that would explain everything. Says the Gemara, there's one problem. It's not true. It's not true. It's not that much. Which means if you would take a gallon of paint to paint the, the circle, the square, you wouldn't need a half gallon of paint to paint the, the remaining areas. You know, however, whichever way you want, I mean, I'm sure there's a mathematical way to do it. Whichever way you want to do it crudely, you will not come up with 50%. It's, le- it's more than 25%, but it's less than 50%. Therefore, it's not true. End of that math sugi. Let's just do till the bottom of the page. Says the Gemara. Omar Reblevi Mishum Rebmeyer said Reblevi in the name of Rebmeyer Shnei Sukkot Shel Yoytzrim Zulif Nemizu. So a guy was a uh, craftsman, and he had this makeshift ramshackle hut. And in the back room is where he did his stuff. He made the pottery and he slept. In the front room is where he met customers to sell his stuff. So says the Gemara, Zulifnim, you do one inside the other. Hapanimis, the inside one, ain't a sukkah, is not a sukkah. Rashi explains why. And it's chayiv and mezuzah. Rashi explains why. Rashi says, this is fascinating Rashi, Rashi says that, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Which means this thing is a piece of garbage, it's dirus haray, there's schach on top, it's all good. We don't want you thinking that your house for a whole year is your sukkah. There's got to be something different, something special about your sukkah. And even though there's nothing technically wrong, you can show it to Rav, it looks around, all the specifications are good, it's all, it's perfect. You know what's bad about it? It's your bedroom. That's all that's bad about it. Nothing is really bad about it. The fact that it's your bedroom is bad about it. Says, says Rashi, says Rashi, that's why it's Chayav is B'mezuzah. sukkah, the outside is a sukkah, upetura mina mezuzah. And it's potter from mezuzah. Because since no one lives there, and it's ramshackle, you have those two qualifications. It's a piece of garbage, and no one lives there. So it's potter from mezuzah, and that's what makes it kosher for sukkah. Again, there's no physical, technical difference between the inside room and the outside room. So you can't point to something, that's why that's kosher for sukkah, and that's why that's possible for sukkah. There's no difference between the two. The reason why the outside room is kosher for sukkah, the inside room is possible for sukkah, is simply because the outside room no one lives in, so since it's technically kosher for sukkah, it's great. The inside room, there's nothing technically wrong with it, except for the fact that you live there. That's why it automatically renders it possible for sukkah. Says the Gemara, one more kasha. You're right. The outside thing doesn't qualify for a room, for a house. And therefore, it shouldn't be chayav and mezuzah. But we know that there's another item that can make a room slash house chayav and mezuzah, even if it, on its own merit, doesn't require a mezuzah. On its own, doesn't require a mezuzah. But since it acts as an entranceway to something else, it requires a mezuzah. So asks the Gemara, why doesn't his outside room need a mezuzah simply because it's an outside room for a real room? Says the Gemara, Vamai Tehevachetzayna, the outside room should be Kibeshar, like an entranceway, Hapanimis, for the inside room, Vitishayev B'mezuzah. The Gemara is asking, which means there's plenty of houses that no one lives in, aren't big enough, don't qualify for mezuzah, but they're chayav mezuzah because the virtue that they're an entranceway to a real house. So here, that should be the case here. You said the inside room is chayav mezuzah. So you're right, the outside room is a piece of garbage, but it should be chayav mezuzah. Alt, base shar, says the Gemara, Rashi explains, what lekviya means is that since the inside room is not that impressive of a place, non-impressive places don't have base showers. The inside room does not command enough respect to have a base. It's like having a driver in a Camry, which means like, that's not an impressive enough car to have a driver. You get like certain things, just not, I can't tell you what's wrong with it, but you just don't do that. 
So says the Gemara, like, that inside room doesn't, isn't impressive enough to have a foyer. You don't have a foyer on a hut. In Africa, they don't have foyers. You, you live in the thing, and there's no foyer to it. If you make a foyer, it doesn't have a din foyer. Period. Says the Gemara, Tanar Abana. Ganvach. What's Ganvach? Sukkah's goyim, a sukkah that a guy constructed. Sukkah's nashim, a sukkah that a woman constructed. Sukkah's behemoth, sukkah that you made to shelter your behemoth from sunlight. And sukkah's kusim, a sukkah that a kusi is not high in sukkah, or doesn't believe in sukkah, made. All these things, the bottom line is, the, the common denominator is these people are not high in sukkah, but sukkah mikal makam shera. It's a sukkah no matter what, and it's kosher. Why? Because like we've been saying, and we're going to say in the next Mishnah, a sukkah does not need to be made for mitzvah sukkah in order to be a kosher sukkah. A sukkah needs to be made for shade in order to be a kosher sukkah. So when me and you make our sukkahs, this coming out, or Tishrei, our kavana should be for shade. For shade is what makes a sukkah. So says the Gemara, gorgeous. These people, you're right, they don't know about mitzvahs. A guy, what well, he doesn't know about mitzvahs, but a guy appreciates shade. Women are pata from sukkah, but women also don't like get sunburned. Behemoths don't know about anything. They also don't appreciate sun. Kusim don't care about the mitzvah, but they don't appreciate sun. So says the Gemara, all these categories of people, yes, they don't care about the mitzvah, and why should they? But they definitely care about shade, so they're qualified to make a kosher sukkah. As long as they did the schach properly, my kilchasa, what does it mean properly? You made it for shade. Samara so says, you said sukkah me komakam. It's a sukkah no matter what. You're adding something there. You're telling me something extra by that. Says the Gemara, mikomakam lasuye mai. What are you coming to include with that extra mikomakam? Says the Gemara, another kind of category. Lasuye sukkas rakvash. To include a sukkas of rakvash. The Tanar Abanan, sukkas rakvash. What are rakvash? Sukkas rayim. A sukkah of shepherds. Who may or may not be a from guy, but he needs shade. Sukkah's kayotzim, a sukkah of a guy that he's watching fruits dry in the summer. So he wants shade. Sukkah's borgenin, a sukkah that's a teepee for bird hunters. And sukkah shemre peris, sukkah of someone that's watching fruits. Again, sukkah mikobakam, it's a sukkah no matter what. And it's kshera. As long as it was schacht properly. Once again, says the Gemara, Micah Hilchasa, Amram Chizda, Gushasa, Litzel Sukkah, Mikom, okay, Mikom Makam Asuye Mai. Why did you say Mikom Makam, which includes something extra? Lasuye Sukkah's Ganvach, to include the first category. Bottom line is, we have two categories of people. One is Gayim Nashim, one is Fruit Watchers, etc. That we included that their Sukkah's kosher. Even though they're not really concerned about mitzvah sukkah, but they still are capable of putting up a kosher sukkah, because what is a kosher sukkah? Kosher sukkah is a sukkah that's made for shade. So the Gemara says, it's interesting. Why did you divide? I hear your point. It's a great point that a sukkah needs to be shade. As long as you make a sukkah for shade, it's kosher. If you don't make a sukkah for shade, it's not kosher. And even someone that doesn't care about the mitzvah can make a sukkah for shade. So the Gemara says, why did you make two categories? And in fact, it seems like one of them was more certain about one category, but I'll also let the other category. And the other one was more certain about one category, but I'll also let the other category. What determined this liking of one category and disliking liking more the other category? Says the Gemara, Hi, Tana de Ganvach. The one who said goyim, noshim, etc. And also I'll include shepherds and fruit watchers. It was stronger to him ganvach. It was more obvious that ganvach is a sukkah. Because listen, they may not be, they may not be chayim and sukkah, but they're regular people that have regular housing needs. So a guy needed a hut. He put up a hut. It's a serious hut. That's more of a sukkah. Well, uh, a sukkah the whole thing is the rise. N- n- you're right. You're right. Very good. The building is in a building of Arai, but the use is 
to at least be there for a certain amount of time. Whereas these other people, every day move. So that's even two aroi. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the Mishim Dekvi. And he says, but I'll also include Rakvash, which even though they're mamish transient, they mamish move daily. Okay, fine. I'll grant that it's a sukkah also. That they're not even fixed at all. The high town of the Rakvash and the town of Rakvash, listen, you're right, a sukkah only needs to be made for shade. Lamaisa, they're high with sukkah. So they also did it for the right reasons. I'll also include but that sukkah is kosher because again, the main ingredient is sale, and, the, and that's that combined. Okay, fine. Says the Mishnah Daf Tess. Sukkah Yishana, a sukkah that's old, which we'll define later as having been schacht 30 days or longer before sukkah. Now, we're not talking about the walls. The walls are fine. You could have walls like a lot of people do up a whole year. You ever attract the roof? The walls are fine. We're talking about the schach. Sukkah Yishana. A sukkah that has schach. That's more than 30 days old. Beshama says that's possible because it was not done l'shem chag. Beshil says no, it's kosher because even when you do it more than 30 days out, you still do it l'shem chag. What qualifies as an old sukkah? Like we said, anything you made more than 30 days before you have but this is true, and everybody, even in Beishamai, if you made it for Sukkot, I feel Metchilas Hashanah, even from the end of the year, even a year old, it's still Ksher because you did it Lashem Chag. So now, says the Gemara, what's this reason of Beishamai? Why would Beishamai require a Sukkot to be done Lashma? My time at the Beishamai, Mekra Chag, a Sukkot Tasa, Shivas Yamim, Lashem. Since it says you have to make the sukkah for seven days, la Hashem, so says the Gemara, that shows us sukkah ha'asuya l'shem chag v'inah. That says, Beishama, you need a sukkah made l'shem chag. Beishil says, ha'umi b'aylei, no, that, ha'umi b'aylei l'char b'sheshes. Damar b'sheshes. What does it mean that a sukkah has to be for Hashem? That the sukkah is reserved for Hashem. You cannot use the sukkah for mundane purposes. Says the Gemara, how do you know that the wood of the sukkah, it is off limits for seven days, which means if let's say I make a sukkah, and then, you know, I decide I don't like it anymore, I don't need it anymore, or I need firewood, or I need, I need to take that mastach and use it for something else. Too bad. For seven days, it's us. It's us till the end of circus. Shasur and Koshiva, from this Pasuk, Tamalema, Chaga Sukkis, Shivas Yamam Lashem. The sukkah it has to be for Hashem seven days. And the time you're abused by Maseira, Omer, Rebbe Maseira says, Kishem, Shechal Shem Shemayim Al Chagiga. Just like we're all familiar with the concept that a carbon, once it becomes Kaddish, it becomes dedicated for its job, and it now remains Kaddish forever. Says the Gemara, Kishem Shechal Shem Shemayim Al Chagiga. Just like there's this concept by a carbon Chagiga, it's off limits for personal use. Kachal Shem Shemayim Al Asukah. So, so too a sukkah has this concept, at least for seven days, of a quasi hegdish, a sort of hegdish type of din. How do we know this? Once again, from this pasuk, Shenamar Chaga Sukkas Shivas Yom Lashem. So Ma Chag Lashem, just like Chag. It says Chag Asukas. Chag referring to Chagiga. Ma Chag Lashem. Just like the Chagiga is Hashem's and there's a concept of Hagdish. Af Sukkah Lashem. So too, the Sukkah has a concept of being Lashem. It has a concept of being Hashem's and it's Hagdish. So that says Basil, that's what I do from the Pasik of Chag Hasukas, Shivas Yamim, Lashem. That's what I do with it. Says the Gemara, you know what? Ask the Gemara, 
And Bisham also needs it for that. That is a universally recognized concept. That's something that we all agree on, that once you make something for a sukkah, it's also for seven days. That is something that I wouldn't have known on my own. That is something that I need a Pasuk for. And that is the Pasuk we all learn it from. So says the Gemara, Beis Hillel just bested Beis Shammai. Because Beis Hillel showed that that is the real use of that Pasuk. So now Beis Shammai is back out in the cold. In Hanami, you're right. Beishame agrees that that's the use of the Pasuk. So Lamaisa, bottom line, what's the Pasuk Chagah Sukkah Shivas Yom Lashem used for? That the Sukkah is off limits. Okay, so now Beishame is back to square one. How do you know that a Sukkah has to be Lashma? And like we explained, this means Lashma beside Lashem Tzel. That even Beis Hillel agrees for. You need it L'Shem Tzel. L'Shma means L'Shem, that there's this concept of holiness that you have to make the sukkah with. How does B'Shamay know that concept? Says, What's B'Shamay's reasoning? There's another Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, the sukkahs you have to make, Sukkah L'Shem Chag Chag HaSukkah has to be made l'cha. You have to make it for yourself seven days. It has to be made for the right purpose. So Mara says, Beis yeah, I know that Pasuk. I use it for a different concept. If I wouldn't have that Pasuk, I would think a Sukkah has to be for the whole Sukkah. You cannot construct the Sukkah in middle of Sukkah. A sukkah, either you make it for the whole sukkah or you don't make it for the whole sukkah. You can't go halfway. Says the extra pasuk, Beis Hillel says, it says you can make a sukkah for seven days. On any of the seven days, you can make a sukkah. Oh, that's what Beis Hillel uses that pasuk for. So the says, wouldn't you know, it works out perfectly. shita. Was a Talmud you can't make a sukkah on Cholomayit, so now everything's beautiful. The first Pasuk that, you, that a sukkah has a din of Kedusha for seven days, we all use for that. The second Pasuk, Beishamah says you learn from there it has to be made Lashma. Beishil learns from there you can make a sukkah on Cholomayit. Beishamah says you can't make a sukkah on Cholomayit, so that's great. I don't need a Pasuk for that. So now everything works out even in the end. Says the Gemara, Beis Hillel doesn't subscribe to the concept of Lishma, which means, why would sukkah be different than any other mitzvah? Sukkah should be the same as tzitzis or any other mitzvah that requires construction or assembly. So if Beis Hillel doesn't require your sukkah to be made Lishma, if Beis Hillel doesn't require your schach to be put up Lishma, I expect Beis Hillel to consistently not require Lishma. Really? Says the Gemara, Ubeis Hillel. Lesle, Derbi Huda Marav. Beis Hillel doesn't hold the Derbi Huda Marav. Damar Derbi Huda Marav. Asa'a. If a person makes his tzitzis, min hakutzin, from the, the thorns, which means the little strands of wool left at the end of your baguette, or from the strands, garden. again, different kinds of strands left over at the end of a spool, it's psula because, because those weren't spun the shame tzitzis. So Rabbi Yudam Rav says, yarn, twill, that wasn't spun for tzitzis is possible. Why? Because when you make something, you need it to be lishma. So we see that by other mitzvahs, everyone says it needs to be made lishma. Does that mean that Beis Hillel doesn't subscribe to the concept of something needing lishma? If you make it from the season, that which means that's yarn that you did that was not spun yet, so you spun it lishma. Then, then that's kosher. And Kiamrisa came to Shmuel. When I said in front of Shmuel, Shmuel added on, Even Sisin are possible because you need to have Lishma even earlier on in the process, even before the yarn is made into tzitzis, when it's being spun into material, it needs to be Lishma. That's called Tevi'a Lishma. Tevi'a Tevi'a Lishma. So now the bottom line is, where you draw the line by tzitzis, maybe a machlekes. But everyone agrees 
at a certain level of the process, at a certain step in the process, everyone holds you need tzitzis l'shma. So we see that you need mitzvahs to be constructed l'shma. So why would sukkah be any different? Says the Gemara, now says the Gemara, the crux of the Kasha, Hachi Nami, so to hear, Niboi, we should require Sukkah Suyulishma, Sukkah to be made Lishma, and this is the crux of the Kasha. How could Base Hillel be dismissive of a requirement of Lishma? Everyone agrees, for instance, by tzitzis you need lishma. We're not really focused on tzitzis. Tzitzis is just a typical mitzvah. So just like when you make the tzitzis, it's pashat, it's lishma. Now, which level of the process is after lishma? When you tie the tzitzis or when you spin the yarn? Okay, we could talk about that. But at a certain point, the process of tzitzis definitely needs to be lishma. So why does putting up a sukkah not to, not need to be lishma? Says Mar, no, over there by tzitzis is a special pasuk. On the contrary, tzitzis is not typical. Sitzis is a special requirement. Says the Gemara, Shani Asam Damakra, Gidilam Tasa Lucha. It says over there, you have to make Sitzis Lucha for you, Lish Lucha Lashem Chayvcha, for your Chayv of Sitzis. So Mara says, You think that makes Sitzis special? You think there's no Lucha? There's no actual word for you, for the right purpose, by by Sitzis, by, by Sukkah. I could do that too. <laughs> also, by sukkah, there's a pasuk that says lucha. So I says no. By by sukkah, the lucha is to exclude a stolen sukkah. How me by By sukkah, I need the pasuk to exclude a stolen sukkah. So the Gemara says, well, I would need a Pasuk by Tzitzis to exclude stone Tzitzis. Hasam nami mi zula. I need that Lecha to exclude Gzula. So the Gemara says, you're right. But by Tzitzis, there's two words. Hasam Ksiv By Tzitzis, it says a second, yours. Vasu lahem mishelahem. It says you should make Tzitzis from them. So the bottom line is as follows. Tzitzis needs a Shema. Because it says a Lashon Lecha or Lechem twice. Sukkah, which only says lachem once, so the lachem is used to exclude a stolen sukkah, but you do not need a sukkah lishma. So just to wrap this up before we go on, before we go weiter, I mean, this is part of, you know, what we did before Daftes. Everyone agrees that sukkah needs to be lishem tzel. The roof, when we talk about lishma, it doesn't mean you can put it up for the wrong reason. It needs to be lishem tzel, as a roof, to protect you from the sun. Whether or not you need the additional level of I'm doing this l'shem mitzvah, Bishama says yes. And he learned it from the Pasig of Chag Yom. But whether or not it needs to be l'shma, Bishilel says it does not need to be l'shma. Tzitzis, where there's two l'cha, one l'cha, one l'cha'lam. Tzitzis, where there's two l'cha, that needs l'shma as well. Yeah, that's what we're saying now. We're saying... Yeah, that, but that's from a different drasha, which means what we did was we flipped it on its head. Rather than the typical mitzvah needing to be lishma, tzitzis being the prototype, on the contrary. Tzitzis is the exception, because the Torah requires a specific lishma over there. But besides by tzitzis, or wherever else the Torah requires a specific lishma, you do not need lishma. Leaving sukkah as part of the regular group of mitzvahs that does not need lishma. Here? Fine. Says the next mission. Like we said, this is the transition into Pasalaschach, which means the first part is about construction of a sukkah. So the first 10 blot were about the area and the walls. You know, we start from the ground floor up. The first 10 blot were about the area of the sukkah, how big, 7 by 7, how tall, between 10 Tvachim and 20 Amis, what the walls need to be made out of, how many walls, three and a Tvach, two and a Tvach, four walls, permanent. That was the subject of the first 10 blot of sukkah. Now, the, the second half of the first parak, the next 10 blot, concern themselves with, with the schach. So we're going to start, we're going to start here, says the Mishnah, if a person makes his sukkah underneath a tree, it's as bad as making it in the house. A tree passes a sukkah just like a house will pass a sukkah. 
sukkah al gabi sukkah, if you make one sukkah on top of another sukkah, the top sukkah is kosher because what's wrong with it? It's a regular sukkah under the regular sky. It's kosher. Why shouldn't it be kosher? The bottom sukkah is possible. Now, for no obvious reason. For no obvious reason. What's wrong? It doesn't fall under any psul, and we're going to have to learn a psul for it later, but sukkah underneath a sukkah is possible because of unknown and unknown reason. Says the Mishnah, well, it depends. It means, if no one's actually living in the top sukkah, then it's kosher, because it's not a sukkah underneath a sukkah. Says the Gemara, this psul of a sukkah being underneath a tree, of a sukkah being underneath a tree, Amarav, this wasn't said, Ella be Elon, except with a tree, Shetzilsay Maruva Mechamsa, that the tree provides more shade than sun. So the tree acts like a roof, and therefore the sukkah underneath that tree is bustle. It's Tzilzam Rumi Chamsa. The tree itself is Tzilzam Rumi Chamsa. Avachamsa Rumi Tzilzay. If it's a Shvacha tree, if it's a tree that provides no shade, then you can make a sukkah underneath it. If there's more sun than shade in the tree, if there's more, if there's more sun than shade, then it's chair. How do I know this? Since it says in the Mishnah, that what is wrong with making a sukkah underneath a tree it's as bad as making it in a house. So you see that the tree has to be house-like. And if the tree is not house-like, the sukkah is not possible. Why did you have to give me an example? It's as bad as making it in a house. Why don't you say, it's bad, it's possible. Listening psula. Just say so you make a sukkah underneath a tree, it's possible. Why do you have to say, it's as bad as if you made it in a house? So where it says, Allah kamash malon, it's coming to teach you the Elon dumya debais. And Elon is like a house. Ma bias. Just like a house is only possible because it's a real roof. Tzilsay meruba mechamosay. It's more shade than sun. Af Elon, so to a tree. Tzilsay merubay mechamasay. The tree has to be more shade than sun. So the Gemara is saying that it's not a like automatic so Oh, you make a sukkah underneath a tree, it's possible. No, it's like a house. If the tree is more shade than sun, like a house, then the sukkah is possible. If not, not. So Gemara says, Let's say there's more sun than shade. So you're saying it's good? Ay, how come it's star of schach possible? You're still combining schach from the tree, which is attached to the ground, with your schach on your sukkah. So, granted, the tree itself is not a roof, but the tree is still possible because it's mochobulakarka. The tree is still possible because it's mochobulakarka. So, if the tree is possible because it's mochobulakarka, if the tree is possible, you have schach possible mixed in with your schach kosher. So who cares if it's not a roof on its own? It's mechobelikarka and it's combined with your schach. Says the Gemara, Amr of Papa You're right. You cut it off and threw it down onto the schach. Gemara says, Well then, duh, it's kosher. Of course it's kosher. Ibishachavtan mailamemra. If you cut it off and threw it down onto the schach, if you chopped it and made it into regular schach, of course it's kosher. Malamamras, Gemara says, no, because I could say, Maudetem, I could still say, Nigzer, we should make Xera, Hecha Dechavtan, when you cut it off and threw it onto the sukkah, Atu Hecha Dolechavtan, where you didn't cut it off and throw it onto the sukkah. Kamashwan Dolechavtan, Kamashwan, we don't make Xera, which means, when you make your sukkah underneath a tree, if the tree has more shade than sun, it's possible, because it has more shade than sun. If it doesn't have more shade than sun, but 
you're getting schach, you're getting shade from something that's mechor it's also possible. If you cut it down, then it's kosher. What's the chiddush? Of course, if I cut it down, it's kosher. The chiddush is because you still made it under a tree, and someone might say, hey, his sukkah's under a tree, I'm going to make my sukkah under a tree, not realizing he cut down his schach, you didn't. So says the Gemara, we don't make that gzera. And if you cut it down, your sukkah is kosher. Says the Gemara, well, hanami tanina. We learned that also. Hidla les hagefen. We learned in a Mishnah, which we'll get to in a couple days. If you bend, if you hidla love, you bend onto your sukkah, hagefen, a vine, a sadalas, a cucumber vine, a kisaim, a thorn bush, and then you put more schach on top of this vine that you bent onto your sukkah, it's psula, because your schach is kosher. Your schach is mechobel karka. But if you put on more schach, or you cut it, it's kosher. So that's, that's this case. That's his case of cutting it. What are we referring to? If it's where you didn't cut it and throw it down and put it on, well, you can't do that. How come it's star schach paslam schach kosher? You have schach paslam schach kosher. El lav kishachavtan. It must mean you cut it and threw it onto your sukkah as schach. So we have this case. And we see that even though you could make exera that someone might learn, someone might see and make a sukkah with something attached, we don't make the exam. We say, as long as you cut it, it's fine. So that's what you're telling me this case is. You're telling me the case is. You can make a, tr- a sukkah under a tree that does not have uh, rave shade. Ah, it's mechobel You cut it. But then what's the chiddush in cutting it? Then we don't guys that someone's going to learn you can make a tree as schach. We know from another Mishnah we don't make exera that you can make a tree as schach. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, I'll tell you why we need two Mishnahs. If we'd only have one Mishnah, I would think that, okay, if you did it, fine. But you should not go, put your sukkah under a tree and cut off the tree and make that into schach. We have two Mishnahs to tell me that is 100% fine, and you're allowed to put your sukkah under a tree, cut the tree, allow the tree to fall and act as schach, and that is 100% fine. So says that Gemara. Let's just finish the bottom of the Amid. Sukkah al-gav is sukkah. A sukkah on top of a sukkah is possible. Why? Tanura bonam says the Gemara, basukkah is teishu, v'loi basukkah shetachas hasukkah. It says you should sit in a sukkah, and if you notice, there's a parenthesis that it changes it to the single word. Basukas teishvu. You should sit in a singular sukkah, not in a sukkah that's underneath another sukkah. So turn around, basukas teishvu. You should sit in a single sukkah. Voloi basukas shetachas hasukkah. And not in a sukkah underneath a sukkah. Voloi basukas shetachas ilan, and not in a sukkah that's underneath a tree. And not a sukkah inside the house. To which the Gemara questions that. You're learning from the single word? <laughs> the way you read it is sukkais. The way you read it is plural. So if you're learning from the fact that it calls it a single sukkah, that a sukkah underneath a sukkah's puzzle, on the contrary, it's read as plural. So why don't we learn from there that a sukkah should be underneath a sukkah? On the contrary, the word is read plural which implies that it's two sukkahs, and a sukkah underneath a sukkah is kosher. The way it's written is single, and I have a right to learn out of there. So I am learning out of the fact that it's written singular. So now, the Gemara is going to modify this. That out of their four possible combinations of a sukkah underneath a sukkah, not all of them are kosher, not all of them are pasim. It's possible for both the top sukkah and the bottom sukkah to be kosher. It's possible. Both the bottom and the top is possible. Now, for the top to be possible is very, very difficult. What's wrong with the top being possible? We have to see how we're going to do that. There are times that 
the bottom one is kosher and the top one is puzzle, which is even harder to imagine because it's a sukkah underneath the sukkah, and yet the top one is possible, even though it's not a sukkah underneath the sukkah, and the bottom one is kosher, even though it is a sukkah underneath the sukkah, we're going to have to process that. And finally, pam shishteim psula, sorry, there are possible times that the bottom one is possible, the top one's kosher. That's classic. That's textbook. The top one's a normal sukkah, and the bottom one is a sukkah underneath the sukkah. And finally, pamim shishteim, oh, no, let's modify it. Let's, let's talk how can both sukkahs be possible? Be kosher. We said that you're not going to make a sukkah underneath the sukkah. So the top one being kosher is fine. How can the bottom one be kosher? What's the case? Says the Gemara Kigain. The case is The bottom one is not a sukkah. You know why? Because it has more sun than shade. So on its own, it's not a sukkah. So it's not a sukkah. You're not in a sukkah. The top one is good. It has more shade than sun. And the top sukkah is within regulation. It's under 20 amas. So says the Gemara, this is the case that they're both kosher. You know why? Top one's kosher because it's a regular sukkah. The bottom one's kosher because it's not a sukkah. So really what you are, you're in a very big sukkah with like a fake floor between the two. So it's not the pshat, it's a sukkah underneath a sukkah because the bottom one's not a sukkah. So staying sheris is like a misnomer. It doesn't mean you have two kosher sukkahs because if you have two kosher sukkahs, the bottom one's possible because it's a sukkah underneath a sukkah. The bottom one is kosher, the fake bottom one is kosher because it's not a sukkah. The top one's kosher because it's a real sukkah. And the bottom one's kosher because on its own, it would not have enough schach, so it's a fake sukkah. That is that case. Says the Gemara, uh, we just did that. What's the case that both are puzzle? So, they're both kosher sukkahs. They both have more shade than sun. So the bottom one's off the bat puzzle. It's a kosher sukkah. Underneath the sukkah, it's puzzle. Sukkah, tachel, sukkah, is puzzle. So the bottom one's puzzle. That's easy. And the top sukkah's puzzle by virtue of the fact it's higher than 20 amas. So the top one is puzzle not because it's two sukkahs, simply because it's above 20 amas. The bottom one is puzzle because it's a sukkah, tachel, sukkah. So that is a case that they are both puzzle. Okay, we'll stop here. Stop here. I'll see you tomorrow night. Hope I know.